Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. Welcome to the Entree Architect Studio. Hi, my name is Mark Arlapage, and you are listening to Entree Architect Podcast, where every Friday, I speak with inspiring, passionate people who share their knowledge and expertise all to help you build a better business as a small firm entrepreneur architect. Entree Architect Studio is a series of special bonus episodes where I invite inspiring, passionate people to share their knowledge and information about the building products and the services to help you build better buildings. I'm glad you're here. Let's go see who's joining us today at the Entree Architect Studio. Scott Ruzich, welcome back to Entree Architect Podcast. Hey, Mark. Thank you very much for having me back again today. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Scott Ruzich is the CEO of Epic Smart Homes. Uh, We had Scott on the show back in episode 476, not too long ago, so you may recognize his name and the conversation that we had about his company, Epic Smart Homes. We talked all about the company and talked about the smart home industry and how architects can can uh, use smart home technology to improve their projects. So I encourage you to go back and listen to 476 to learn all about that. While I was having a conversation with Scott at that episode, I don't remember if it actually got into the episode or it was after the episode, um, but you had mentioned that you are involved in the Gary Sinise Foundation through Epic Homes. Um, and I wanted to have you come back and share share your your story about how you're involved, what what Gary Sinise Foundation is, so people who may not know uh, can learn about it, and, uh, and talk a little bit about how you uh, how you got involved. Does that sound like a good good plan, Scott? That sounds great. Appreciate it. All right. Before we jump into that, just so people don't have to go back to episode 476 to 
to understand a little bit of context about who you are and what you do, uh, that might help the conversation about the Gary Sinise Foundation. Share a little bit about Epic Homes and your involvement with Epic Homes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Epic Smart Homes, uh, I started it about 17 years ago. Uh, it started in 2005. And our primary focus is, is smart home technology systems in the luxury home market. Um, that's our main focus. We also do some commercial. Um, we do uh, MDUs, some high rise. We do a variety of things, but our main focus is smart home technology in the, in the luxury residential uh, market. And so with that, we do everything from kind of the pre-wire, the infrastructure, to all of the networking and Wi-Fi, all of the audio, video, and entertainment, uh, security, video surveillance. Uh, we've even shifted into lighting control, lighting fixtures, window treatments, because a lot of those are motorized and integrated into the rest of the control system. So kind of everything technology related that goes into these homes, uh, we, we provide now. Very cool. And and we got pretty deep into what you do and how you do it in, in episode 476. Um, where, where are you based? So I go back and forth primarily between uh, Truckee, California, which is in the greater kind of Lake Tahoe area, and Austin, Texas. Those are the two kind of main bases that I go back and forth between. Uh, we have offices here in Truckee, as well as Minden, Nevada, Austin, Texas, and the big island of Hawaii in Kona. And so you serve those areas. Do you serve other areas as well? We do on occasion. We go to other areas. So, um, you know, as needed, our clients uh, frequently have multiple residences, you know, throughout the country, sometimes even out of the country. And so, you know, we'll go pretty much wherever we're needed if if it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So while we were talking um, with the last episode, you had mentioned your work with the Gary Sinise Foundation. Um, let's start with what the Gary Sinise Foundation is. So they're, uh, they're a nonprofit organization uh, that was obviously started by Gary Sinise. And the main, the main goal of the organization, and, and please forgive me here, I, 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 uh, you know, other than the work we've done, I'm not a spokesperson for them, so I, I hope I yeah. get this right. But they, uh, they provide services and, uh, for wounded warriors. And one of the main things that they do is they, they try to identify families that have, have provided great service and also suffered a fairly significant loss in some form or another. And um, what they've done in, in a number of instances is, is provide these families with a home. And so they've, they've done this. Uh, the home winds up being you know, debt-free, um, so a free and clear home. And the home is specially adapted and outfitted for the family to make, uh, you know, to make the home more enjoyable, more accessible, and provide some of that sense of independence and freedom, uh, you know, to the individual that suffered some of those losses. Yeah, I, I um, actually went on the foundation website, and uh, I have the, the the mission, so I could just read that just for everybody to understand. The Gary Sinise Foundation was established under the Phil philanthropic direction of award-winning actor and humanitarian Gary Sinise, who has been an advocate for our nation's defenders for 40 years. Our mission is to serve our nation by honoring our defenders, veterans, first responders, their families, and those in need. Our program is designed to entertain, educate, inspire, strengthen, and build communities. Serves America's heroes and their loved ones 365 days a year. And Gary Sinise, if, if you don't know, if you don't remember who Gary Sinise is, he's a, he's an actor, movie actor, probably the most well-known role is in Forrest Gump. And so you probably remember Gary Sinise from, from that, that role. Um, 
So what, what was your involvement with the organization? So we were, we were brought into the project through one of our manufacturers, um, which was Nortech, uh, who makes the Elan control system. And Nortech is, has since been acquired uh, by a company called Nice. And so it, it uh, uh, is now called Nice. But we were contacted because we're one of the Elan elite dealers in the country. And um, Elan has done numerous projects with the Gary Sinise Foundation. And when this project came up in the, in the central Texas area, they knew we had a, an office there and had the ability to, uh, you know, to potentially help on this project. And so they reached out and asked us, uh, and, and it's certainly a great honor. And so we really appreciate uh, being asked to participate in this. And so um, that's how we initially got involved was, was through one of the manufacturers reaching out and saying, hey, well, we've got this wonderful family and this great organization, and would you be interested in participating in this? And so, uh, again, we were very honored to do it and, and uh, accepted. What, what was the actual project? Was it a new home renovation? What was it? Yeah, so it was a new home. And so there were lots of different partners that, that worked on this. And so we just played kind of one small role in this. And so we provided the adaptive technology throughout the house. So we put in an alarm control system. Um, we put in lighting and motorized window treatments, smart thermostats, um, as well as, you know, audio and video components. And so, uh, you know, you kind of take for granted some of these simple things, you know, if, if, you know, this particular soldier had lost one of his, uh, one of his legs in combat and then very tragically had a very rare form of cancer in his other leg. And so he wound up being a double amputee. And, um, so you really kind of take it for granted of just simple things of like, oh, well, uh, a light's on in the other room. Well, you know, getting up to turn a light on in the other room when you're a double amputee can certainly be a challenge. And um, same things like just adjusting the thermostat. So those kinds of, of very simple things that many people take for granted uh, can certainly, you know, be a challenge and, and affect your, your sense of independence and ability to just do kind of normal everyday things. And so uh, we were able to put in these smart devices that you're able to control right from the palm of your hand, regardless of, you know, whether you're in the house, away from the house. And so uh, bringing back kind of that sense of freedom and, and also just some enjoyment, uh, you know, these technology things serve a wonderful purpose, but they're also a lot of fun too. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because when you think of smart homes, you think, you know, convenience, you know, really cool to have this happen or that happen. And, you know, maybe in terms of, of entertainment, the entertainment could be really interesting and different different levels of, of quality. Um, but then you think about the the universal accessibility that comes with some smart home technology. Uh, it allows, you know, someone to live a normal life, essentially, uh, to be able to turn lights off or turn lights on or, you know, run, run appliances. What were some of the other things that uh, the system that you installed would allow this system to do? So we, we certainly did security and video surveillance. So again, providing you know, some additional sense of security and safety for the family. The video cameras you provide you know, significant visibility around the house. Um, so again, you, know, it's, it's, you hear that noise outside. Well, it, it may be difficult for you to, to get up and attend to that. Um, and, and this soldier was just an amazing gentleman. Um, and, and he had prosthetics and was uh, his, his level of mobility is fantastic. And I... I just commend him for his strength and resilience. And, um, and so, but again, just 
trying to provide these things that, uh, you know, in short notice can provide greater accessibility to the house. So being able to see those cameras at a moment's notice, you know, palm of your hand type of thing. Um, uh, yeah, I believe in this one, we also did water sensors throughout the house to detect water leaks. Um, so in many of our other installs, we'll do things like freeze sensors. Well, central Texas, usually not too big of an issue for freezing. <laughs> Uh, it, it has happened though, this, this last year in particular, Yeah. but, um, you know, we will also do things to monitor temperature. So, you know, make sure that, that, you know, people in the home don't get too hot. Pets don't get too hot if you're away from the home. So we do high temperature, low temperature monitoring, freeze detection, water flow detection. These are all things again, that just, uh, provide an, uh, an amazing sense of kind of security and visibility to what's going on in your house and, and try to minimize things like insurance claims and accidents. How did it make you feel in terms of, you know, uh, having that opportunity to, to give back and serve? It, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful privilege. And I've been fortunate enough to achieve a certain level of business success where I, I think it's important to be able to give back. And, um, so to be able to be in a position to do that, I'm incredibly grateful for. And, you know, that gratitude comes from everyone that's been a part of my business. So certainly my staff, without them, we can't do this work. Without my clients, I wouldn't be able to do this work and our, and our manufacturers. And, um, you know, a wonderful foundation like Gary Sinise coming forward and asking for people to participate um, is just a great honor. And so it's, it's pretty hard to put into words how it makes you feel to be able to pro provide some services back and some level of gratitude to people that have, have sacrificed so much in, in the name of freedom. And that freedom is something that every one of us is, as Americans, um, you know, I, I hope we really genuinely recognize that on a daily basis, that we, we're truly in a, one of the freest countries on the planet. And without these soldiers that have, have given so much, uh, we wouldn't be, you know, we would just simply wouldn't be here to do these things and, and be able to give back the way that we do. Yeah. Agreed for sure. Well, I wanted to have you come back to be able to share that maybe inspire some others to, to go out and serve others. Um, whether it's through Gary Sinise foundation or any organization that, that, uh, gives back to others, um, you know, sharing, your knowledge, sharing your expertise is something that is a foundation of our mission at Entree Architect is to, is to share what we know with everybody we know. Um, and so I wanted to give you this opportunity to, to come, come back and, and talk a little bit about your work with, with, with the Gary Sinise Foundation. Before we wrap things up, I wanted to uh, give you the opportunity to answer the final question that I asked you last time. I don't remember how you answered it, but, but it was a different conversation, different topic. Uh, so I'd love to know, uh, what you would say is one thing that a small firm architect can do today to build a better business for tomorrow. So I, I, I remember this question from last, last time, and I'm going to answer it a little bit different and keep it in the line of this conversation yeah. is I, I would say, yeah, any small business and architect, what they could do is, is be on the lookout for these types of opportunities to give back, whether it's with a national organization like Gary Sinise or whether it's a, a, a local wounded warriors or some other, um, you know, worthy type of, of organization that, that is able to give back to, you know, first responders, soldiers, uh, other people in need. Uh, I think we all have a responsibility and, and if we're in a position where we have that opportunity, we certainly should do that. So, um, 
let's pull together in, in this, you know, construction and trade community and find ways that we can give back, use our knowledge and, and experience and creativity. And, and let's go after some of these unique situations and find ways that we can uh, be contributing members and, and help people that are in need. Agreed. I, I couldn't say it any better than that. Thank you, Scott. His name is Scott Ruzich. The, his company, EpicSmartHomes.com. You can learn more about Scott and the work that he does there. If you are in need of consulting or, or inst installation or specifications, any questions about smart homes, reach out to Scott. Uh, he's available at info at EpicSmartHomes.com. Um, if you want to learn more about the Gary Sinise Foundation, it is GarySiniseFoundation.org. We'll have links to all of that in the show notes. Scott, thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you for giving back to, to that family uh, and your work with the Gary Sinise Foundation. Thank you for teaching us a little bit about what the organization does and how we as architects and builders and contractors and, and all the people involved in the building industry uh, can give back. It's not that hard. Just go out and reach out and find somebody who needs your help and could say, hey, I'm here. I can help. Uh, so I appreciate you for the inspiration and the motivation. And thanks for coming back to the Entree Architect podcast. Thank you very much, Mark. It's been a pleasure. If you liked this episode of the Entree Architect podcast, please share a rating on your podcast player right now. Go ahead, click five stars. Then write a review and share a link to this special episode with a friend. This episode of the Entree Architect Studio, it was brought to you by RCAT, the online resource delivering quality building material information, CAD details, BIM, specifications, and so much more, all for free at RCAT.com. Go check them out, ARCAT.com. Entree Architect is a member of Gable Media, the largest, most engaged podcast network in the world that's dedicated exclusively to the AEC industry. Listen and subscribe to all the shows at GableMedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-Media.com. If you offer building products or serve the AEC industry and you want to join me here at the Entree Architect Studio, let's connect. Send me an email at podcast at EntreeArchitect.com. That's podcast at entrearchitect.com. Thanks for listening to this special episode here at the Entree Architect Studio. I'll be back with our next regular episode of the Entree Architect podcast this Friday. Until then, love, learn, and share what you know. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones. 
sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that <laughs> then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like, us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh one that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. There is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is gonna be a priority. When the job is done, we're gonna actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. And so for me, the the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.